0: Hey, this is Kova Soul, and I'm going to share some stories today. I'm going to completely open up, as I think I do every time, but I just did a breathwork session, and my higher self, my intuition came in and was like, Kova, you need to share this, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to share with whoever listens to this. From this place of wholeness and acceptance I'm feeling. I'm going to take you through my dharma. I'm going to talk to you about surrender and intending. And then I'm going to call you to action from my story. But before I go any further, this episode I'm going to bring up a lot. And so, are you willing to receive me? Are you willing to receive me as your loving mirror and let go of judgment? And allow yourself to feel whatever comes up and let it go. To learn from me and to take action in alignment with your purpose right now. Because if so, I want to share with you where I was at before I started this breathwork session. Beforehand, I was in turmoil. And I have been on and off the last day or so. And my mind keeps blaming the energy vortex in Sedona. And it feels like I've been in a pressure cooker. Pressure cooker. With how much crap has been going through my mind. And doing my best to stick to my habits. And move forward intentionally. And consciously. And purposely. And take responsibility for myself, including when I sabotage, including when I go into old patterns. But I'm so thankful for breathwork, seriously. I've told so many people about it because it promotes wholeness. It allows for my inner guidance system to release whatever needs to be released and to bring up whatever needs to be brought up in that moment and for me the area that is continuous for me is the area that is my deepest wound it's my deepest samskara and it doesn't matter how much i let go or release there seems like there's just continuously more and Sometimes I feel like I'm crazy because of it. Because I'm like, how could there possibly be more? And yet there is. And I surrender to that fully. I surrender to my dharma. And my dharma, if you've listened to my previous episodes at all, I'm trying to remember the name of which one it was. Well, basically where I talk about this, Oh, it's called surrender. About my dharma, my destiny, my purpose of transmuting fear into love and I remembered the purpose of my previous beloveds and my relationship was to transmute fear into love and to create a relationship of unconditional love and the thing is I didn't realize it at the time and sometimes I forget that I forget that that was the purpose of that relationship. And sometimes I forget that that's my purpose too. And forgetting that I'm on Christ's path. I'm a 33. And letting go of the numerology, it's still something I'm called to. I was just invited to a Bible study club here in Sedona. And I felt resistance in that coming up. But really what Yeshua, Jesus was teaching was love. And That is what I'm here to teach. That's what I'm here to learn. Ultimately, I'm here to model that. And so my previous beloved, even though I've let go of her a million and a half times, and she and I aren't in relationship anymore, that purpose continues. And reflecting on how that's my destiny, And that's actually one of the things that came through in my breathwork session, because I was getting really frustrated. I was asking my my higher self. I'm like, why am I even shooting in that direction? Why am I asking for her? Why am I holding space for her? Why does my heart want her more than anything? Why do I feel like I'm crazy when my reality is telling me otherwise? And I didn't get an answer immediately. I breathed for a while. I let go a lot of grief. I remembered the purpose of our relationship. And kept asking myself, why? Why am I so dead set on this? Why can I not let go? Or the thing is, I do let go, but why can I not let go? And this is the part that I cannot prove other than the experiences that I've had with her. And when I go through and I read through our, our letters to each other, I feel grief even just saying that right now. The thing is though, even though she's not here, she's still my teacher. And I feel grief because even though I've let go of the attachment and I continue to let go of the attachment by feeling my feelings and letting it go, it persists. And so what I'm learning from Michael Singer is that is a samskara. And what that means is it's a scar. And when I reflect on When she and I have been out of cycle, it's been the same way. I've never been able to stop thinking about her. I actually turned to A Course in Miracles to let go, and then it brought me back to her. (laughs) And so even though she's not with me, she's constantly mirroring to me areas that I don't love myself. To this very day, I was in the shower. And thank God for water. And I was thanking the water. I was thanking the cleansing properties of the water. I call her the water goddess. Because I was crying. I just started crying thinking about my birthday and her birthday and being like, in my mind, just automatically filtering thing through things about like her sending me stuff on my birthday last time I lived here. And whether or not she was going to text me or whether or not I'm going to text her and how I'm going to respond, these are all things that were just coming through my mind. I'm tearing up as I say this, and this is very vulnerable for me to even share this. But I don't want to hold this stuff back anymore. I don't. There's things I've experienced that I need to share. And I keep hitting the same roadblock over and over and over again of these cycles that is within a cycle of certainty and then uncertainty. And I've studied commitment and I continue to study commitment. It's a gene key. And when I made the decision to put her in my life book, it came from a place of absolute certainty in me, of this place of inner calm and inner peace. That's oftentimes what happens is I go through major inner turbulence and uncertainty and fear and half heartedness, which is the shadow frequency of commitment, the gift of commitment. And what happens, and what I'm essentially doing, is I'm purifying my half heartedness and turning that into devotion. Because what happens, and even just what happened in this breathwork session as I was surrendering into my feelings, as I was surrendering, into my Dharma of loving myself unconditionally and remembering the higher purpose of her and my relationship. That intention I made under the starry night sky in ceremonial space, which I actually share with you in the podcast episode called My Vision. was from that place of certainty was from that place of devotion, my devotion to surrender and my devotion to intend and to be the creator of my life, to create with my mind and surrender to the divine. And so I keep hitting these roadblocks and now that I've been studying and practicing and mastering the mechanism of surrender for almost a year now, I have established my seat of self, my seat of awareness to watch these thoughts and these fear, this uncertainty that comes through around her specifically and trust that it runs its course. And it does. And it does every single time it did this past week. Again, I was like uncertain again, a little bit, And then I remembered my life vision and how much clarity and certainty I had in even making the commitment in the first place, let alone sharing that with you on my podcast. And again, I saw a license plate that said Oracle again for the second time. The first time I saw that was right after she called and confirmed the higher purpose of our relationship after we had separated. And that's all on my surrender experiment. Not the podcast episode, but in the actual surrender experiment, my surrender into life's flow, which you can find on my Facebook only if you can access my Facebook. It's the only place you'll be able to find it. And I come back to this place of center. So there's this internal struggle that I go through where I surrender to my emotions. And I also surrender to life's flow, and I listen to the signs and synchronicities that are out there for me. But ultimately, whether or not we reunite in this lifetime or not, ultimately, I'm on the path of unconditional love. Ultimately, I'm on Christ's path. I'm on the path of becoming more loving, and to do so, I have to die to become this. And I continue to do that every single day. And honestly, that's something I'm still processing. The shamanic death I went through when I was contemplating my keys to such depth that there were multiple occasions that I consciously knew I was going through an initiation. And I've experienced that since then. There's just been one episode in particular that had to do with her that I'm still processing. Because I saw her in danger and she saw me in danger at the same time. I acted on it. She acted on it. And then with two weeks from that, I felt her die and I was 500 miles away from her. And then she felt me die and she was 500 miles away from me. And what's really interesting about that specifically, it was visceral. I felt it in my body, I was literally taken aback. And this is all in my surrender experiment that I was just talking about, that's on my Facebook. There's an actual video where I'm on the side of Lake Sisikiu in Mount Shasta, and I was on a bike ride because I had felt her die like 15 minutes beforehand and I couldn't stop crying and I just needed to move. And I recorded myself literally honoring the goddess, honoring her death. And I felt it again the next day, it was so intense guys that I couldn't stop crying. I couldn't stop crying. I had to call, excuse me, I chose to call on Mother Earth to hold me. And then I came into my warrior so intensely by using my physiology to change states. Change states and come into courage. And that's when my warrior really came out. Well, that's actually one of the, one of the first few times, the first time he really came out was when she was in danger and when she was in danger, when I saw her being in danger, when I acted on this, it took me to overcome my fear, to come into courage, to consciously sacrifice myself, to consciously sacrifice our purpose to the whole and to consciously sacrifice my body to the whole, to do what I did. And in doing so, I felt her die and I felt so physically, physically, multiple occasions and I've felt that multiple times since then and it's been very hard for me to understand other than to teach me that she and I are connected at the deepest level because even with that the connection is still strong. I feel her almost always thinking about her all the time. I'm constantly letting go of grief and loss and Letting go of the outcome. Surrendering and intending. And following my Dharma. Following the river of life. And not holding anything back. That's why I'm sharing this with you today. Is because that experience help me see more clearly. And that was actually one of the things it talks about with the key I was dealing with that I experienced a breakthrough in. And in doing so, I brought her through it with me. So she experienced a breakthrough and I experienced a breakthrough at the same time through my contemplation of my gene keys. And in doing so, by achieving acidic state of sacrifice in my situation and hers of grace, I went through a death and rebirth process and so did she. And it's continuous. And that's why I say I die every day because I'm constantly dying to my lower self and becoming my higher self, the one that is love and gratitude and joy. And I have to admit, I have a lot of work to do still. There's so much for me to clear, to become the being of love that can love another being unconditionally in a sacred relationship and to carry out our mission in this lifetime. And also let go of that outcome and do it on my own and be completely content in my aloneness regardless. But there's something that I remembered, which is my vocation. And my vocation, our vocation is our higher calling. And there's actually a sphere in your gene keys that tells you what your higher calling is, or at least gives you the key and the line to contemplate in your life. And what's so great about the gene keys is a self-illumination system. So you don't need a guru to tell you anything. You awaken from the inside out to your contemplation. And my vocation is the warrior of light. And I know I've talked about this, but I'm gonna talk about it again. It's the shadow frequency of struggle, the gift of perseverance, and the essence being of honor. And in my experiences, not only was I told I was a warrior before actually recognizing that I was, <laughs> or and a leader, actually the leader of the warriors of light, and then having that shamanic journey, which I've talked about in Mount Shasta the, the episode about Shasta, and recognizing that I am in that position, it's you were going to talk about it in the fifth dimensional reality of Telos, which again, if you believe in that, you do. And if you don't, you don't, it's I'm not attached to that, but there's something really interesting about that key. So I'm going to bring that back down to ground right now, which is when you sacrifice yourself and I'm not talking self-sacrifice guys, I'm talking sacrifice for the highest order. Out of unconditional love for another being. Which is what I did for her when she was in danger. I sacrificed my body. I sacrificed my life. I sacrificed our purpose to the whole. Out of complete unconditional love. I remember it so distinctively. And I did it so intentionally. The vibration I was in was ridiculously high. And what happens is you merge with this being. And the keys talk about this. And you transcend death. And you actually become one with that person. And so that's actually what happened, or I believe what happened in that shamanic initiation. It was totally a shamanic initiation. And then it was a subsequent shamanic death and rebirth process that catalyzed the healing journey that I'm on right now, that has inspired me to go down the path that I'm on, to share with you what I'm sharing, and to... Invite you in on this journey of following your dharma and surrendering to your, surrendering your lower self, surrendering what is false for what is true and intending with what is for the highest best of everyone. And so with that, I want to call that action on you right now. How can you be of service in alignment with your purpose? What can you do to step up and to be the warrior of light that is within you and to fight for love and to fight for a higher cause for in whichever way or form that is for you because we need you right now. Society is crumbling. The systems are crumbling. We need to put our own systems in place. But number one, that requires our own individual systems. And number two, so we can take action in alignment with our dharma, our destiny. That under current within life that we can tap into. And I'm inviting you into that right now. And so I want you to contemplate that. What is your Dharma? What is your destiny? What is your purpose? And what do you need to do right now to take action on that right now? I know I've talked about this, but your purpose is right now. Can you be here right now? And when you get off of this podcast, can you take my story? Can you take my story of my struggle, my, my sacrifice for the whole in unconditional love? My sacrifice for the purpose of our relationship that is not right now. But that sacrifice that I make, because it's my dharma, to transmute everything that's within me to be more loving. And learning from the struggle and the insight that I got from going through that and allowing myself to surrender into that, even though I experienced roadblocks, and yet I overcame it. And I continue to overcome it no matter my internal barriers or my external barriers. I come to resolution and I want you to do so too. So what do you you need to do right now to be of service and alignment with your purpose? What do you need to do right now to move forward consciously? What do you need to do right now to move forward purposely? What do you need to take responsibility for? Guys, we need leaders of virtue. And that requires us to take responsibility for our weaknesses, our strengths, to forgive ourselves and to forgive others, to accept ourselves no matter what. And to take responsibility for our independence, including from the government, and to co-create from our vision. And of the universe is vision. So, as I like to say, and I do every day, in my life, vision to intend to create with my mind and surrender to the divine. Because we need right that right now. We need people who want to create the absolute best life for themselves and to make a difference while they're here doing so and to experience an amazing quality of life while you do too. There's no reason why you cannot have that, but it requires putting systems in place to do that. And then t- taking action in alignment with those systems to not just move your life forward, but all the people that you help through your process as well. So I just want to thank you for being here because this is my way of helping you do that. This is my way of inspiring and empowering you to put the systems in place and to take action in alignment with your purpose and your vision and to surrender to what is not true within you and to become more loving and to follow your dharma. Follow your dharma and to live life fully from your heart. Transmute everything that is within you that is not love. Transmute everything within you that is half-hearted and live life from your heart, which is the gift of commitment. But the essence being devotion. This is my devotion. I just want to thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for receiving me. And now, how can you be of service and in alignment with your purpose? Go do it now and have a good night. Thank you.